0: Good morning everyone. Welcome to another weekly planner call. I hope you had a great holiday yesterday. Now starting Tuesday, short week. Let's get started. Let me make sure that I have my notes open here from last week. Think about what questions do you have about your business? We only have a month and a half to go during the year. So what are you going to do this month to make sure that you increase your productivity? Let me show you the presentation right here. All right, so I'm gonna say right here. Good morning, everyone, good morning, good morning, morning, all right. Monica, buenos dias, Chris, good morning, Chris. Say hi to your mom, Nancy Scott, good morning, always. Every week, Scott on the line, George, good morning, buenos dias, Ed, muchos dias, Ed, good morning, Ed. NR good morning all right a lot of people here in the call fewer than on mondays expected but still a lot of people let let's get started with your questions and again if you have any questions from your own business do not hesitate to write them down here in the forum let's get started right now please say good morning we have a lot more people right here in the line more than 6 7 people in the line that saying good morning so let's get started with your questions here we go very good let me get started with the questions from last week and uh let's start it with the first one let's get started right here good afternoon we are excited about the course that we signed up with the Monte organization thank you and we're committed to follow all the instructions lessons plans and strategies right we are we are in the real estate business since 2004 long time in the business and we think it is time to go to the next level there you go all right We already decided and selected an area that we want to concentrate. We found 85 properties sold in the last 12 months. Very good, like Orlando said, 80 to 90 properties sold. Remember, the first thing we need to identify before we we make sure that we want, before we make the decision of becoming a listing agent is to make sure that we find an area that is active enough. And as I explained in the course, at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months ideally within a mile er air radio of where you live all right we want to know what is the marketing plan to start working on that area we want to send when to send etc okay so what to send when to send we don't know if this is something that we will be learning definitely in the next weeks or if we can start working right away thank you and we look forward to your comments. Excellent, so let's get started with what to send, all right? Let's get started with the platform, then with the what and how often, all right? So very, very important question. Let me get started right here so you can see me a little bit bigger, all Right. So when we identify an area and the question was what to send and when to send it, Again, before we go into that area, we need to identify 80 to 90 properties sold. Now, once we identify that area, we want to make sure that we have the right content. One more time, we need to have the right content. And let me show you the right content. I was not prepared to answer that question. I just saw it right there, so I'm gonna get it for you. It's gonna take me a couple of seconds. I wanna show you what the right content is to create a good marketing campaign. So let me show you right here. It's going to take just a few seconds. Uh, I'm going to show you the what to send. This is going to answer your question right here. And we give you that in the marketing modules, right? So let me show you the entire screen so you can see some of the titles that we have. All right. So, for example, if you're targeting a very specific area, this is, for example, where you're going to do. Five common mistakes owners make when selling their property, fill in the blanks. Three actions to make your home the number one choice for potential sellers and buyers, for example, in downtown Miami. What to do if you have not sold your home in the last 90 days in downtown Miami. You need to use the name of your area because it, it gets more attention from the potential seller. Remember, selling is an event. Marketing is a process, it's a four-step process, right? Marketing is all about getting the lead's attention, the seller's attention in this case. So then with this, the what, the right content, we develop their interest, then their desire, and finally, they take action. It's much easier for people to do business with you when they reach out to you instead of when you reach out to them. So the question of what to send, these are some examples. In the marketing module you have more than 50 examples we give you a PDF in the marketing module where you can find all the content now if you're using octopus agent the platform we develop that has all the content all the guides all the articles all the emails all the automation for those emails then when when you're going to send it and also includes the website then you don't have to develop any of this. But some of you already have a website, some of you already have an email marketing system, so if you all you need is the content, then this is what you need to develop, Right? Very, very important. Also, we also sell separately, separately the content, but if you're using Octopus Agent, you don't need to buy anything. Everything is included within this. So that's the what, all right? What to send, that's the information that is gonna get the client's attention more than anything else. And then we need a very specific email marketing sequence to develop their interest, then their desire, and finally, their action, right? So that's the what. This is the what, what we're going to send. Now, the when, very important. Before we go into the when, we need to make sure that we understand the four quadrants of marketing, all right? And that was part of the question. So what are the four quadrants of marketing? I need to make sure that I start first and foremost with, and let me make sure you see me a little bit bigger, all right? Before I start my marketing, I need to make sure that I go through these four quadrants of marketing, all right? First, I need to have email marketing. That's number one. Why? Why? Fortunately, is the best marketing tool there is for real estate agents, number one. And I know the objection from some of you. Yeah, but today in 2019, not that many people open their emails. I know that. I know that most of us, when we go into our inbox, in our email, we are in delete mode. Delete, 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 delete. I got it. But in the process of deleting those emails, They are going to see your name. Got it? So remember, in the real estate industry, about 18% of people will open, 80% of your list will open your email. But don't worry about it because the, the reason you're sending the email is not for them to read them. It's for them to see your name in a consistent basis, having enough frequency and consistency so when they're ready to buy or sell, they think first about you. And remember, it's much easier for people to do business with you when they find you instead of when you find them. So the number one tool we need is email marketing. We recommend MailChimp, we recommend also Constant Contact, and of course, the number one recommendation we have is Octopus Agent. Why? Because Octopus Agent does pretty much what MailChimp and Constant Contents do, the automation of the emails, the analytics of the emails, but they don't provide the content, right? But if you have one of those, all you need to have is the content. So that's number one. It's very inexpensive. It's the number one tool you need for marketing. That's the first quadrant, all right? Number two, it's we're going to social media, right? So why social media? Well, not because it's better than any other tool. It's because it's cheaper than most tools. So you need to make sure that you have the right content, the what, all right? The right content to make sure that we create the right marketing campaign. So then we can go to step number three, which is online marketing retargeting, and finally offline marketing, postcards, magazines, newspapers, etc. All right. So the when very important. We, we need to automate the process. And remember when and I went through those four steps, the four quadrants of marketing, because of the second question within that general question. Right. So when when are we going to do the marketing, and when how often? All right. What's the frequency? Well. The more places we are on, the more quadrants we use, the more frequency and consistency we're going to have. The more opportunity we have to reach out to the same people, right? To become familiar to the same people. Remember, people do business with us not only because they know us, like us, and trust us. People do business with us because we constantly remind them of what we do. So that's why it's so important to be in those four quadrants. Now, I understand that if you are a brand new agent or if you've been in the business for a while but you don't have the budget, most likely you won't be able to do quadrant number four, which is what? Offline marketing, postcards, magazines, et cetera. And that's fine. I get it. But let's make sure that at least we do email marketing and social media. Right. So I hope that answers your question. All right. Um, Richard says, Good morning, Anna Marie. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm a membership. Uh, am I a member of Octopus? Maureen, I don't know if you send me an email to Orlando at Montiel organization.com. I'll make sure that I uh, answer that question for you. All right. And we'll, we'll check if you are a member of Octopus or not. Uh, what else? What else? Aynar says, in your opinion, how often is the best, I guess, time to send emails to your database? I couldn't send emails twice a week. Very good, Aynar, all right? So ideally, when we get a new lead, we should put in an automated sequence, educational sequence for buyers or an educational sequence for sellers, depending on who my client is. A very common mistake, ignored many agents make is that they send the same information to their whole database. So for example, if they, if they have a new listing, they blast everybody in their database, including sellers. Sellers are not interested in our listings. They're selling right now, correct? Most likely, right? And buyers, right? If you're talking to them about selling a property, right? that's five mistakes owners in downtown Miami make when selling their property, With buyers are not interested on that. so. First and foremost, before how often, answering the question of how often, I need to segment that. So when I get a a buyer's lead, or when I get a seller's lead, I wanna make sure that for the first 30 days, I have an educational sequence that goes out every three days. So if you add that, if you uh, do the calculations, that is 10 emails in the first month. That is more than enough, all right? Top, top agents usually send emails every single day. But you can start with three emails, uh, I'm sorry, one email every three days for the next 30 days. That's a total of 10 emails. And then you're going to monitor, which is the most important part in our, a lot of people, right? Focus only on sending the emails, but most agents do not analyze who's opening the emails and who's clicking on those emails. And that's where the key lies. And that's what we do in our office every single day. We get a report of all the people that first click on the emails we send them. And then our company, our team members call them. Then we go into the second list, which is on the people that open the emails, right? And that should be more than enough. So in your case, do exactly the same. And if people are not only opening your emails, but are clicking on the email, it means they're very, very interested. So you need to reach out to those people, but more is important, analyze your list. So going back to your database, you're going to send one email every three days for the next 90 days. You need to automate that sequence for buyers. And also, you need to automate that sequence for sellers. Got it? Very, very, very important. If you have Octopus Agent, don't worry about it. Octopus Agent has already done it for you. What you need to do is go into the dashboard and see who click on the emails and who is opening the emails. That's it. That's simple. Very, very important question. Thank you for your question, in our. all right? So let's keep going right here. Very, very interesting questions. Marketing, guys, we are in the business of marketing, and it's all about marketing. It's all about marketing. All right. So let me go back to the other question. Then he says, I have my project 250 completed. However, I do not know how to begin segmenting the list into buyers and sellers. How do I how do you get started with that? Very, very important. So and and again I put this question here because it's a very common question. So we have a list of contacts, right? Usually those contacts live in different areas. So the contacts that, for example, this is Coral Gables, right here, we are in Coral Gables, right? This is Coral Gables, and this is where my office is, this is where I live, right? This is where my kids go to school, etc. So if I were to become a listing agent, where would I farm? Right here in this area in Coral Gables, right? So, but I have a lot of people in my contact uh, database that do not live in Coral Gables. I'm assuming those people, because most likely I wouldn't be able to help them if they want to sell their property someplace else. So I put all those people into my buyer's contact, into my buyer's list. And everybody that lives in the gables, I'm going to put them into my seller's list. Got it, right? That's the way I start the segmentation. Then. Second step, I would buy an email list just for the people in this specific area, and there are many companies that provide that, and I always tell you guys that. Send me an email. My email is already in the chat. If you you want to know about a company that can sell you the emails for your very specific zip code, they have um, the emails of the owners on that very specific zip code they have that information so if you want that i'll give you a couple of companies that you can contact and they will sell you the emails the phone numbers and the and the names of the people that live in that specific area so that would be step number two now i have segmented my email list into buyers and sellers very 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 cool very good good question all right so monica good morning uh so let's keep going with the next question right here Good afternoon, how good are Facebook leads? And I think I went over this last week, but I'm gonna repeat it this week because it's such a common, common question, all right? How good are Facebook leads? And again, if you have questions, guys, remember to ask them right here. How good are Facebook leads? Here's the thing, leads are pretty much the same. Unless they're referred to you by somebody, They're pretty much the same, whether you get them from Zillow, from Facebook, from postcards. What is Facebook doing? It's showing a very specific piece of information, interesting only to the people that want, for example, sell in a very specific area. So let me show you right here an ad that most of you have seen before. Let me go into an ad for sellers so you understand and so i can explain to you the answer of how good facebook leads are let's see right here there we go so as you can see in this one all right this is a message this is facebook for example but it can be in any other medium thinking about selling your home where in a very specific area it's not a city It's not a country, it's a very specific community in South Florida called Sunset Lakes. Learn the five mistakes owners again reinforcing the area Sunset Lakes make when selling their home and giving them a solution, how to avoid them. The picture is all about what? Sunset Lakes. Then it says stop, do not sell your home where? Again, in Sunset Lakes before reading this report. So let me ask you a question now, how am I qualifying this lead. All I'm talking about is Sunset Lakes, Sunset Lakes, Sunset Lakes. If you live in Brickell, if you live in, South, uh, in, in Miami Beach, would you be interested on in that information? Mostly not, right? The problem with most agents is that their marketing message is way too generic. Call me. I'm Orlando Montiel, the number one agent in Florida. I can help you buy, sell, rent, Condominiums, townhomes, single family houses, vacant land, hotel, commercial, etc. See, it's too vague. So, the leads you're getting are very, very, not low quality, but very, very dispersed people. Got it? So... The more specific I am, for example, in my case that I work with international clients, my ads say, you know, if you want to buy a $400,000 property or higher in South Florida, don't until you read this report. So the people that we talk to usually, I mean, 99.9% of those people already are thinking about buying properties that are priced above $400,000. You see how important that is? So it's not about Facebook, it's not about postcards, it's not about Zillow, and people complain also about Zillow and about postcards, that they are not interested. No, two things happen. Number one, I need to give them the right message, so when I talk to the person, that person is really interested. And number two, I need to develop my communication skills, knowing how to pre-qualify the person, right? How to ask them what do they want, where do they want, and why do they want, and when do they want it, and how much. So the more I speak to those people, the higher market percentage-wise, the higher my conversion rate it's going to be. All right. So very, very, very important question is not about the lead. It's about the message and our ability to communicate the value that we bring to the table. That's very, very, very important. All right, guys. Next question right here. Very, very interesting. That question comes lot, especially during the webinars, during the seminars, live seminars, all right? So let's go into the following. I think I have one more right here. Yes, from current right here. What is the ideal rental turnover ratio? All right, so I said right here, answered this question about three days ago. Hi, Margarita, remember that we do not focus on rentals. If you have a client that needs to rent a unit, and that was my answer, and you believe you can help him or her, and you have the time available, great. Go ahead and do so. But the focus needs to be in building your listing business. So again, guys, a lot of you, I understand, right, some of you need the extra income provided by rentals. But also remember that the extra income you're getting from rentals comes at the expense of having a limited time to focus on the most important part of your business, which is getting more listings, because listings is what's going to give you presence in the market. Listings is what's going to give you the free marketing to get more sellers' leads. Listings is what's give you the leverage to speak to a lot of people to have a lot of properties. You can work with five buyers in one day. But definitely, you can have 5, 10, 15, 20 listings on your portfolio. All right. So again, if you have a renter, right, that would like to work with you and you think you have the time, great. But please do not focus on rentals. It will hurt you mid and long term. It will It will help you long term right that's what i'm trying to say it will help her hurt you learn term right because you are not focusing on truly developing your business you're just trying to make a quick buck today important very 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 important all right so when i continue i think i have one or two more questions right here guys you're quiet today you guys are super quiet today any questions that i have from you any questions we have fewer people today than on mondays but still All right, so if you have any questions, make sure you put them in the comment section. Hi, Orlando, you explained today the importance of referring a client to somebody that specializes in a specific market that you don't know. Because I'm new to real estate and to Florida, only when you're in Florida, I barely know my farming area. I'm afraid to market to my clients because I'm not even close to being an expert. Should I partner with another agent that is an expert in my farming area or should I refer my clients to them? Very, very, very important. So you should know if you are in a different area and, and it's too far from you. Definitely, you should prefer them. You should not try to be an expert everywhere. All right. You should not try to be an expert everywhere. However, all right, if you are brand new and that area is is a close proximity to where you live, maybe five, seven miles from where you live, I would suggest that yes, you partner with another agent so you can an experienced agent so you can see how they operate, you can see how, to, how they present, how to handle objections, how they pre-qualify buyers and sellers, and how they close. So eventually you can do it yourself and that is what we teach you here, right? Now, very, very, very important. Eventually you are going to partner with somebody, it's very difficult to grow your business without having a team. All right so what i want you to do is to make sure that you focus in your very specific area and understand that at the beginning your concern should not be about making more and more and more money your concern and your concern and your focus should be on what on talking to more and more and more people yes at the beginning like everybody else including myself I lost a lot of clients at the beginning because I didn't have the pre-qualifying, following up, presenting, handling objection, and closing skills that I have today. It comes to a cost. But understand it's an educational process that actually is costing you very little because you're not paying to get educated. With those clients, you're getting educated fortunately you're not a lawyer that if you make a mistake your client is going to go to jail or you are not a doctor that if you make a mistake your client might be in danger fortunately in real estate what happens is that most buyers and sellers just will stop working with us so i want you to understand to be patient with yourself to go through the course and to make sure that you learn in our course the pre-qualifying skills the following up the presenting skills, the handling objection skills, and the closing skills. So when you're in front of clients, you increase your probability of closing more buyers and sellers, right? Very, very good question. Monica asks, Orlando, my current house will be available for rent in the next couple of months. How can I use this to attract clients? Well, Monica, if it is for rent, All right, Uh, there is not much that we can do. If it was was for sale, you could do a lot of open houses. But if it's going to be available only for rent, uh, it's going to be difficult. If you're renting right now, or if you want to rent it, there are two different things, right? So if you're renting right now, uh, it's going to be almost impossible because the listing agent might be another person. But if this is your house, all right? and you're showing it, most likely with renters, you have another agent involved in the renting process, all right? the agent representing the tenant. So there's not much we can do right there, all right? Uh, if the case where was, Monica, that you were to sell your property, of course, open houses would be great. Uh It's my house, perfect, so good, Monica. It's your house where you're going to rent it, all right? Uh, if you're, again, an, and um, you, you wrote on the, mean, the, the time that I was trying to finish the, this particular sentence for you, which is, if you were to sell it, all right, uh, uh, I'm gonna be with you, Chris, right now. If you were to sell this property, all right, then it would be different because you would be doing the marketing, the open houses, and you would get a lot of seller's leads. But when you're renting a property, usually that renter comes with another agent and, uh, and, they see, and the transaction is very, very, very fast, all right? um but again there are the four quadrants of marketing and we teach you monica those four quadrants of marketing even marketing social media offline marketing and online marketing and we teach you exactly how to generate those leads and if you have questions when you have questions you post them here and you post them in the forum so unfortunately there's not much we can do uh, monica in terms of when you're listing your property for rent uh, but there are many other ways where we can get sellers and am by your sleeves, right? So Chris, uh, Chris, what are your scripts to get a price reduction? Okay, Monica, thank you very much. Okay, so uh, Chris, remember, we don't usually use scripts. I want you to internalize the process, and this is a very good question, Chris. Here we go. You're welcome, Monica. So scripts to get a price reduction. So it's very simple. Uh, let me get a piece of paper right here. Let me see it right here. Okay, so let's say, Chris, And this is very important, price reduction, Chris, is all about educating the client, all right? And and Chris, you have that issue, and every other agent that has listings have that issue. We all go through that process, all right? So what do we need to learn from that? Well, Chris, here's the thing. First and foremost, I need to communicate with my seller at least once per week, and it's a very short conversation. I'm going to send to that seller the number of properties for sale, average price, and average price per square foot right now, all right? Number of properties active for sale that are competing with that specific specific listing that you have, pressed. Number two, in that same report, I'm gonna send them the pending sale, and I'm gonna send them also the closed sales during the past week, got it? Very, very important. If we don't have any data, then I'll send him the monthly or the quarterly report with that information properties listed, properties pending, properties sold. And I'm gonna put the price, the average price, average price per square foot, and listing, okay, to sold ratio. Very, very important, all right? So what I wanna do is to communicate that information, Chris, in a weekly basis to my client because price reduction, it's all about educating my client one more time price reduction is all about educating my client clients you know are not dumb they know they know when they, they know if their property is overpriced or not sometimes they don't and our job is what is to educate them so if we show them the data right so if this property goes is 899 this is 879 and this is 850, right? 899, 850, and 825. And these three properties are very similar, all right, in price and square and square footage in construction, etc. And my client still is at 975. By me showing these properties, this is the way I will go. I would go. So Chris, let's say you are the seller. So Chris, thank you for taking my call today. This is our weekly conversation. I just send you the report so you can see the properties active right now for sale, the properties that are pending, and the properties that recently sold. I just wanna have a quick conversation regarding the properties that are for sale right now. We have your property right here. We have your property that is listed at 975, All right, This is a 383 in Miami Beach, 2,000 square feet. This is also in the same building, right? 3.3, three, pretty much the same view, the same building, right? Same square footage for eight 99. This is another very similar property. It's a different line, right here, it's a different line, but has the, pretty much the same square footage, right? And it's going for 850, right? And the last one right here, it's a property in the same building or next building, right? Going for 825, same square footage, what? different price almost a hundred thousand dollar different in price so if you were the buyer chris which of those four properties would you pick yours at 979 this one at 899 this one at 850 or this one at 825 right we want to ask the client the seller to pick a property like if he was this the, the buyer now I understand Chris with houses especially I know you have very very good houses for sale and it's a little bit more difficult complicated to do uh, a CMA for houses right some houses are older some have new pools bigger lots smaller lots better view etc but it's a process of putting my client here's here's the key point is the process of putting my client my seller in the position of the buyer one more time, Chris. I need to make sure that I put my seller, instead of explaining what's happening with the market, I need to make sure that I put my buyer, my I'm sorry, my seller in the position of the buyer. What I'm going to recommend is that you watch uh, objection modules in the course, Chris. The objection that talks about price is the first objection. Remember, there are only eight objections coming from sellers please 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 watch the first objection which is price that's the first objection chris you're going to get me everybody else that has listings are going to get i don't work with i have some listings but because i'm from my investors but i don't work with with uh with sellers but in your case in your team chris you have a lot of listings again the key is to put your seller into your in the in the buyers uh Shoes, that's all it takes. All right. I know it's not easy, but the more we communicate with our sellers, ideally in a weekly basis, the easier it's going to be for the seller to realize that he's overpriced. All right, guys. So our time is up. Great, great questions. Thank you, Monica, Chris, Einar, <coughs> Richards, and Marie, Marine. Um what is it? Scott, George, Ed, thank you very much, guys. Remember. Anytime you have questions, post them in the forum. Come to our weekly meeting, which is Mondays. Today, of course, is Tuesday. Yesterday was a holiday. so But next Monday, we will resume to having our session every single Monday at 10 a.m. Until next week, make it a very, very productive day. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. I'll be waiting for your questions.